I guess most NFL teams uh, travel on uh, Saturdays, and that means the Bucks will be hitting town then, so they're going to avoid this weather, thank goodness, <laughs> as we learned right. from the embarrassing news conference. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who. How are they going to handle that weather up here? Ah, uh, they have a dome. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was a funny moment. And apparently that was a news reporter covering sports. And yeah. I guess uh, that's what happens when you miss a sign. But mm-hmm. uh, Roger Goodell was asked about the Lions being in this position. And he says, you know, he's, he said, I've learned a lot about football from Mrs. Ford. She's seen much more football than I even have. Um, and he said, Sheila Hamp has a perspective of, th- that I have found really interesting in terms of business culture. And so he was very complimentary to the two women that are heading up uh, the team's front office, uh, the, the, the chair of the team. But he said, you know what? There's something special, too, when one of the NFL originals, kind of like the original six we have in the NHL, yeah. you know, the Lions, the Bears, the Browns, they were original members of this league. And he says there's something special about that, too. Well, it, I guess- it happens after so many years of frustration and... And disappointment, it makes winning so much better, doesn't it? It's, right? It, uh, it just makes it special. I'm not saying you wanted to go through those years. I get it. But the reality is it, it, um, the league has never been more competitive than it is today. Uh, it is harder to win in this league, and it's harder to continue to win. Uh, I think 18 out of the last 20 years, we've had a team go from last in the division to first. I think we have six new playoff teams this year, which is about average. To have that kind of competitiveness, I think, is great for the product and great for the fans. It is great for the fans. And the fans and franchises that do have a chance to bounce back, as have the Lions and the Buccaneers. Gene Deckerhoff is the longtime uh, radio play-by-play voice for Tampa Bay, joining us this morning. Gene, good morning. Hey, I hope it's uh, a little warmer up there than it is down here. I live in Tallahassee. It was uh, 24 degrees yesterday. Uh, but uh, hey, don't get the don't get the violin out. Play a sad song. Uh, I got a lot of <laughs> I got heavy clothes. I had to get those to come up to Detroit this week. Well, we've only got 22 here. Yeah. So uh, take uh-huh. what Kate, whatever you're wearing now is fine. Come, You'll be fine. It's a come as you are party. <laughs> um, <laughs> It'll be red. It'll be red. I'll promise you. You know, to to Roger Goodell's comments that this is highly competitive and we do have some parity and teams can go from worst to highly competitive. You guys have really changed the narrative around your team as well. What has been the key to that as you head to Detroit? Well, I I think that the number one, the uh, the the drafting and the free agency signings uh, by the Buccaneers front office. Jason Light has done a tremendous job. The Buccaneers have been in salary cap purgatory since uh, the signing of Tom Brady. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, the Buccaneers are probably have the largest salary cap hit of any team in the National Football League. And, and so all, all the Bucs do is they go out and draft players. That, that We have the, one of the youngest teams in the NFL. Now, what does that mean? It doesn't mean a whole lot. But these are young guys that are playing at an NFL level, and that doesn't happen all the time. And, and that, give the success, one, to head coach Todd Bowles, but uh, 1A is to uh, Jason Light and that front office of the Buccaneers. Yeah. What a tremendous job they did. And how about the signing of Baker Mayfield? Nobody wanted Baker Mayfield. Yeah. The Buccaneers signed him. And, and I, I read an article somewhere, fellas, that uh, Baker Mayfield maybe is like the 49th highest paid quarterback of the National it's Football It's the biggest bargain uh, in the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now he just made a nice bonus with that win over Philadelphia. 
Uh, so he's got a lot of incentives built into that contract, but th- but his contract was guaranteed for four million dollars. Yeah. Everything else is uh, is gravy, I think, to to the Baker Mayfield family. That's a Costco contract. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 Gene. Uh, you know, as <laughs> as you know, the Lions uh, beat the Buccaneers back in October uh, twenty to six. What's different now with the Buccaneers that we'll have to contend with this time on Sunday? Well, those those young players are now uh, they're veterans now. I mean, they played a full season in the National Football League, and uh, you know Trey Palmer, uh, sixth round draft pick, he catches a, a 52 yard touchdown pass. Uh, Kate Otten, uh, probably not the number one tight end prospect uh, when he was drafted last year by the Bucks. He has a career game, eight catches, 89 yards, and oh by the way, a Buccaneer record that surpassed the great Rob Gronkowski for most catches and most yards by a tight end in a postseason playoff game. But uh, those are the things we talk about for the fans. It was a Buccaneer win over the Philadelphia Eagles. But uh, and then uh, David Moore, David Moore drafted by Seattle, a low draft pick, and. Uh, uh, been around the league for a while. He gets a 44-yard touchdown uh, catch, and, and, and it sort of replicated what he did against Green Bay. He broke the backs of the Green yeah. Bay Packers with mm-hmm. a 54-yard catch and touchdown run. Uh, he better hang on. He, he held on the ball a little longer when he scored this touchdown. But, uh, again, it revolves around Baker Mayfield. and uh, he, he has been the uh, – if there's a solidifying uh, force on this Buccaneer team in that locker room, it has to be Baker Mayfield. Here's a guy that, number one, was the first to walk-on player in the history of college football to be named the Heisman Trophy uh, uh, winner. Uh, he's a number one draft pick. Uh, all of a sudden, yeah. he takes Cleveland to play. Now, you guys in Detroit, and your fans listening now, know how frustrating it is not to make the playoffs year in and year out. Cleveland was in the same boat. And Baker Mayfield took him to the playoffs, won a playoff game against Pittsburgh, almost beat Kansas City, although Patrick Mahomes was injured in that divisional game. But uh, then all of a sudden, Cleveland decides to go another direction. They give Watson a huge contract, and, and they they let Baker Mayfield go. He goes to Carolina. He had a high, he had not a high school, a college coach, Matt Rule, who was no longer in the NFL, a new offensive coordinator. And he said, hey, I want out of here. So then he goes to Los Angeles, plays a handful of games out there, won a game his first, and uh, then nobody wanted him. I don't right. think the Bucks were number one on his list. And the Bucks got a, a genuinely playoff-caliber quarterback in Baker Mayfield. Well, you point out, too, that if we double up on Mike Evans or Chris Godwin, that he has the wherewithal to get it to his other receivers yeah. as well. From your end of things, what are you going to do about Amon Rice St. Brown? And uh, <laughs> do you double up on him? Because we've got lots of weapons, too. Uh, nobody's been able to handle that, that Southern Cal product, and uh, uh, Amon Ra is uh, the real deal. Uh, you know, it's, it's hard for me to believe that the level he's playing, the National Football League, that he was not a, a first or second round draft pick. I mean, good golly. And he wore out the Buccaneers in that first game. And, uh, uh, well, you know, again, I'm talking Baker Mayfield. Uh, you guys are talking Jared Goff because Jared has had a phenomenal season. And I watched that uh, playoff game, uh, and it was uh, that was the best playoff game of the weekend, by it the sure way. sure was. Uh, Except for the Bucks beating Philadelphia, that's that's number one on my list. But but as far as a viewer and, and not having a, a dog in that hunt, or as they say, uh, the, the 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 win over the Rams was huge. Now the Bucks fans were pulling for the Rams to win because we were the host of the divisional round down in Tampa. But uh, uh, you know, I, I watched the uh, the, the Dallas Detroit game, and and I, I have to be honest. We had a game the next more the next early afternoon, and I and and, and and I think Dallas picked off a pass there with less than two minutes to go. I turned the TV set off. Next thing I know, 
I missed one of the, <laughs> the worst, I missed one of the I missed one of the worst calls of the history of the National Football League. Oh, we <laughs> love you, Gene. Yes, we do. <laughs> I missed it. I, I fell asleep, but I saw it, you know, on, on replay. But uh, no, I, I thought I thought Dallas had that deal. I mean, and uh, uh, son of a gun, they held on there at the end. But uh, yeah, that that. The, the the games the Buccaneers lost early, uh, you know, I don't think there's a thing. Uh, the coaches don't say that revenge is a motive. But I played, you know, I played college basketball, and if we lost to a team, I was going to beat them the next time I played them. And and I, I think revenge was a bit of a factor in that game against Philadelphia. So who knows? Uh, also, an underdog, a home underdog, three and a half, four points uh, favorite Philadelphia. Uh, I think that all plays into the psyche. Uh, and I think the Todd Bowles is selling that psyche that, hey, we're the underdogs. Nobody believes in us except us here in the locker room. And they go out and play. They play when the Buccaneers have played clean football. By that, I mean few penalties, no drive-killing penalties, uh, uh, no turnovers, and, 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 and execute on first down. Clean football. The Buccaneers have won. We played clean football and uh, 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 went over the Green Bay Packers. I mean, Baker Mayfield had a perfect quarterback rating, first time ever an opposing quarterback has done that at Lambeau Field uh, against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Another clean football game, and against the Philadelphia Eagles this past Monday, clean football. It, it, it produces wins. I know it sounds like coach speak, but it produces wins at the National Football League, particularly, particularly in the playoffs. Gene Dickerhoff, longtime radio play-by-play voice for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Thank you so much for joining us this morning on JR Morning and Go Lions. I hear you go. Fire them cannons. Go Bucks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Gene, thanks so much. Take care. Uh, all right, fellas. See you on, uh, on Sunday.